Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four... What does live mean? Uh Uh-huh. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, the show where we discuss complex philosophic ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet... Remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes. What's up, Christina? We got a bunch of questions today. Yes. From listeners, I hope, or trolls. Well, not really. I mean, they definitely have to be listeners. But we got, uh, what we posted on the website underneath, great thoughts, at the website, greatthoughts.info, underneath the podcast page, where, because that's the official website for the podcast, we posted a Ask Us link, and then we posted on Twitter. To let people, you know, ask us questions or whatever. Although nobody asked on Twitter, everybody came over and to the website, surprisingly enough, and asked us a bunch of questions. And uh, the topic I was actually asking about was uh, the black hole. Let us know what things you want to know about the black hole, and I'll use my reasoning skills to try to come to logical conclusions. And uh, you can ob- now. So what we're gonna do here? What we're gonna do here is we're gonna go through these questions, mm-hmm. and we're gonna answer them the best that we can the best that we can and i'm also gonna try to uh we're going to how do i put it we're gonna answer as factually as possible but anything we don't know which is probably like a lot of it we're going to you know play with try to come to a logical conclusion using the tools of philosophy and critical thinking to try to come to a logical conclusions and see what we can come up with and luckily People enjoyed that idea enough to go to the website and ask a shitstorm of questions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So as if I was Neil deGrasse Tyson, they have question bombed us. Yes, and hopefully we'll have another question soon on the Twitter. Yeah, hopefully on Twitter we get more. Well, you see, I'm I'm trying to, because Twitter added, nah, not Twitter, Instagram added this uh, thing for people to, I guess, take a test. And what I really want is the old thing to work, which is where you put ask us any question. Yeah. But the problem is you got to answer the questions there, I guess, if we wanted to. I could just take the questions from there and write them down. Yeah. But totally hopefully uh, somebody goes there and asks or asks questions on Twitter. Because look, if you on the website, the problem with the website is nobody can see your questions. People can just see who asked a question if you ask it on Twitter. So I prefer them do that because you can get a whole discussion happening on the conversation on twitter before we even get to it but uh, i'm gonna do this again for the future and i'm gonna post and you guys can have that hopefully you guys share on twitter but we'll keep the uh the section underneath the podcast so that you guys can go there and ask questions if that makes you more comfortable because the, the website does have an anonymous feel to it and i think that's what people liked the most but then they still left their fucking name and their location so what the fuck yeah. so what the fuck yeah anyways so- yeah, so here we go. We're going to have a couple of questions. The questions uh, we asked were about the black hole again. The black hole is uh, recently uh, NASA revealed a photograph. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, please go check it out. Yes, they, they revealed a photograph of uh, the black hole. Of a black hole. Its name is Messier. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Messier 87. Yeah. Okay. So Messier 87 was photographed. And uh, so there's just a photo of that going along the internet. If you haven't seen it, you might want to do that. 
and uh, we're going to try to answer random questions as if I was the infamous Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. And you're my uh, Eugene. Eugene. No, he disappeared into the background. Yeah. You are, what's a uh, Chuck? You're Chuck? my Chuck Nice. This is Star Talk. I'm, I'm Chuck, Chuck nice. not, no, not so nice. You're no. Chuck not so nice? Yeah. Because I'm going to say, not all these questions are great. I mean, I don't want to say that, but I'm going to say that because I just did say that. Yeah. Not all the questions are that great. Some are amazing. Some are whatever, but yeah. I'm going to still read them. But I'm not going to tell you which I think are whatever. That's you for you to judge, I guess. Yeah. And uh, as not Neil, I'm totally going to answer them with non-scientific accuracy as not Neil. So Chuck, not nice. And uh, not Neil here on not Star Talk. Yeah. So uh go for it. Let's jump into some of these questions. Uh let's let's do traditional Star Talk stuff and you tell me where cuz we also added some fields there by the way if you guys want to let people know where you come from and stuff. You yeah. can uh let us know. We'll we'll put some states and stuff. I guess you could put like where you're from, please. Do they have like things like their Twitter account or whatever account is important to them that they want to tell? They should that's... have gone to Twitter for that. Screw oh, okay, them. That's, that's, okay. that's the incentive. That's if you want people to follow you on your social media, answer the questions on social media. Good. Yeah. Good. Anyway, so get to the first question. Let us know the name of the individual, and we will see what, we, what do I can do with this stuff. All right. Okay. Hayden Wood, Wood from New York asks, how does the black hole work, and why do black holes occur? Why okay, so how does the black hole work and why do black holes occur? All right, let's start with the second question that will lead into the first one, which is why do black holes occur? My understanding of this is that something massive enough, we're talking several star masses put into one point and compressed enough. So you can actually to realistically speaking, Anything of sufficient mass crushed into a small enough point will collapse into a black hole. Ultimately, if you consider the universe a flat sheet, and you put... So let's say you grab a blanket, you pin all four corners, you put a volleyball in the middle, the middle of the blanket dips in. That dip is called gravity. If you were to crush that same volleyball into the size of a marble but retained its weight, it would be more towards the center of the blanket, but it would pull that center in deeper. If you made 10 volleyballs and crushed them all into the same size of that marble, it's going to try to almost rip the blanket down off of where you've clamped all four corners. If you keep doing this, a black hole is ultimately the point at which it's too deep for the velocity of light to move outwards from it. We can assume that the speed of light is nearly 300 million miles per hour, or kilometers per second. 300 million kilometers per second or something like that. And for light to not escape, the indent in the sheet example would need to be so deep that it's deeper than the speed allows. So it's falling in deeper than the speed allows for light to get out. And it's because of that stretch is too steep. No amount of speed can get it to climb that hill. You can imagine a you're driving a Jeep and you're driving a Jeep over uh, up a mountain, you're driving a Jeep up a mountain. And the mountain just keeps getting steeper and steeper and steeper. Now, at a slow enough pace, that Jeep is going to struggle more and more. But if you've already got a certain level of momentum going up, you'll be able to clear things that you wouldn't if you were going slower. 
there's a certain point in that mountain that it is too steep for any amount of velocity that you have in that Jeep to compensate and keep moving up. Eventually, it's so steep, you're just going to stop and slide right back down regardless of how much acceleration you have. Your tires are pushing you forward, but the Jeep is still sliding back. Wait, what's happening there? That the, the mountain is the black hole? The mountain is the black hole. It is so steep that the Jeep can't any longer climb the mountain. So it can't escape the black hole. So it can't escape the black hole. It can't climb the mountain. That's essentially what a black hole is. It's a, a bunch of matter... Or it's just something dense with a large enough gravitational pull compressed into a small enough space pulling everything in that direction with a force greater than light has speed. That's ultimately what's happening there. And like it's usually like giant stars that are yes. creating them. Ginormous stars collapse into collapsed into infinitesimally small spaces. Suck it all in. We call it a singularity because we're thinking that it's so such a small point that it is a single dimension almost. It's that small of a point. You've defeated the concept of three dimensions and collapsed a everything into a thing? Yes, you've collapsed it into a single point. There's just one, every, all the crossing points. No. If you were to grab a four, uh, what is it? A Y and X axis grid, that middle point where all the sections kind of meet before you go to positive and negatives yeah. or whatever, that zero would be the black hole. Yes. That one point, that one, that, that's, that intersection is where we're at at this point. Okay. And what the other question was, how does a black hole work? Well, ultimately, it just keeps pulling things. Now, here's the thing. I think a black hole is definitely, as we've talked about in previous episodes, I think it's different from what scientists uh, try to visually show, which is they try to show like a like a hole. How do I put it? The name and what it is are two different things. I don't think it's a hole. I think it's a magnificently deep indent in the fabric of time and space yeah like the blank is just going down and down and down and down in the center yes. but it's never actually breaking yes and that would be a black hole i think if there was a black hole it would be a hole to subspace it would just be a hole if we assume that the surface of that blanket if we backed up enough was just a sphere and we are on the sphere of we're on the surface of the sphere that surface is what we consider the whole universe. Mm -hmm. We're on such a small place, we see it flat, but if you exp if you go infinitely back, we're on the surface of a sphere. And I think the indent is just kind of going towards the center of the sphere. There's mm -hmm. gravitational pull in the middle of this sphere we call the universe, and weight is just the heavier the thing is. The, the universe also has its center gravity? Yes. You can say that they, just like Earth... We're all bound to the surface of Earth because of the, the, the center of it having intense, powerful gravity. We can say that the universe itself is a sphere that has intense, powerful gravity holding everything we consider the universe on the surface of the Earth without it just uh, on the surface of the universe without it just flinging out into nothingness. But there are things that seem to be flinging out into no, nothingness. No, they're on the surface still they're just not held by the gravity of our galaxy but they're, okay. they're just in between but those things are still on the surface of the universe mm -hmm. and there's something in the center of the universe underneath the crust of our universe through subspace in the very center of all that is that 
gets pulled. And the heavier the thing is, the deeper it's pulled. So a star is really heavy and it creates a gravitational pull. Just like that blanket, it holds things on it. But where that hole is leading, that indent is trying to aim towards the center of the universe. The center of the universe is everywhere, but it's also in the middle of this sphere. Now, this is a three-dimensional representation, but the universe itself is more complicated than that, which is why gravitational pull is in every direction. Okay. But yeah. there is, in this third-dimensional perspective, a sphere that everything is being pulled towards. And I think that that a black hole is ultimately just an indent leading in that direction, but it's not a tear. Because eventually a black hole will evaporate, and that indent will get lighter and lighter and lighter, and the black hole will get smaller and smaller, and then just disappears. This yeah, is not if there. it was a tear, why exactly would it disappear? It wouldn't. It would just be a tear. Unless we can... Here's a complicated other way of thinking about the same thing. The same way that human skin gets a cut and it repairs itself. Yeah. If we say the universe has the capacity to repair itself... Then, theoretically speaking, the black hole in the visualization we have now of a giant indent, if that wasn't the case, and it is a tear, it could theoretically just be repairing itself over time, because it's a giant living creature we're all in, or on, or part of one way or another. Yeah. But I think it is more of just we're on the surface of a sphere, there is a gravitational center of the universe, and everything with mass, the more massive, tries to kind of be pulled heavier in that direction with a black hole just being the heaviest possible indent in that direction that even light can't make it out of that until the black hole evaporates entirely but what causes it to evaporate uh hawking radiation there is basically matter that falls in and radiation that flies out and in this exchange and I think inside, now again, here we hit a point that I'm not entirely familiar with. I think the inside, in my uh, how I see it happening in my head, is as the indent gets weaker, or not weaker, but how do I put it? Things fall into the black hole. They get crushed in this infinitely small point to the point that they just become energy. Eventually, they transcend maybe like a photon. And become like a tracheon in which they're moving backwards through time. And then they escape successfully the black hole. Wow. Because they've exceeded the necessity to need to move faster. They're just not trappable by gravity, if that makes sense. And then they escape, and so they make it to the bottom, they crush. As more matter falls in, the black hole gets bigger. But after no more matter falls in, things are still sli the things that have already crossed the event horizon are still falling towards the center, being crushed and escaping. Being crushed and then escaping. And then when enough of that happens... It just disappears. Okay. Cool. I think that's what's happening, but I'm also not a physicist. I don't know why this got such a large response. Why do people think I know? I don't know, but whatever. Well, thank you, not Neil. That was an interesting answer. Yes. Okay, the next one is from Carla Fletcher from Los Angeles. Her question is, is it black no it is colorless space is colorless the absence of things are what we're seeing when we look out that is not a color it's just colorless here is an interesting uh, uh, way to think about space actually that i've played with in the past if we look at the combination of all colors we actually get white if we combine all the colors if we combine everything okay. all because light itself is white that's the the thing, when it breaks up, we get different colors. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that the universe is actually all white. 
but there are so many black holes swallowing light in every direction and warping what we see when we look out that it looks black to us. There yeah. are giant gaps of black and there are just patches of color. But you don't think, you said it's not black though. Yeah, it's not black and it's not really white. It's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. It's nothingness. And nothing has no color. And nothing okay. has no color. Yeah, yeah. That's ultimately what it is. The a, a way to picture the nothingness right now as not black is that when light is shined directly into your eyes, things around the beam fade out and look darker than they are. You can have a person standing next to a car with the lights off and you see both the person and the car. If you turn the lights on that car on, suddenly that person can't be seen if they're standing next to the car because the lights of the car are blocking that out. They just fade into the background. Okay. You can think that same idea about the colorlessness of space. There are stars creating light, giant galaxies packed with stars creating light, and the nothingness looks dark because there is a contrast. Okay, but every all the light that we see is coming from something. It's That's coming from, exactly. All the light's coming from something, so the nothingness looks dark. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, thank you, Kayla. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Elizabeth Baxter from Birmingham, U- UK. She has quite a few questions Go about the picture. How was the black hole picture taken? What does the black hole image tell us? Why is the black hole image blurry? And why is the black hole brighter on one side? Okay, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let's go back to the first question. How was the black hole picture taken? Okay, we have a bunch of observatories around the planet. It's a composite image. We, at different intervals, took images from all of these uh observatories and with telescopes and uh and we patch it up together we we essentially made one image from several images and that is what we're looking at it's not an incorrect image but it's not literally in the most literal sense what we'd be seeing it's not a perfect image it's not a perfect image it is what we'd see we just wouldn't see like if we had the ability to look at it without any obstructions in space it would look identical they'd be the same thing they would look the same, but it's also not exactly the same. We'd landed on the same conclusion, and the picture looks the same as it would if we could get it without interruption, but we did have interruption. So we composed the same image from eight different, I believe, which is a uh, creating a composite image that looks identical to what it would look otherwise. Okay. Cool, cool. And then what does the black hole image tell us? Oh, that's that fascinating. black holes exist. Yeah, no. it's okay. it, first of all, it tells us that yes, this is the first physical proof we have of black holes existing within a galaxy. We already like math tells us the numbers do tell us physics tells us everything tells us that they are at the center of probably every galaxy. Those are the supermassive black holes, as well as other black holes within galaxies and just kind of flinging freely through space outside the gravity of galaxies, but all still held by the gravity of our universe flinging around the surface, as we described earlier. This is the first photograph we have of one. Because space is dark, 
we don't know. We could have we could have seen eight hundred million billion of them that didn't have matter visibly collapsing around them and falling into them. We have no way of knowing. This is the first time we can see the supermassive black hole by uh, seeing the energy and matter around it, and then seeing the presence of nothingness dead center of all of that. So it tells us, first of all, that there is a black hole. Mm-hmm. Second, it tells us a couple of uh, theories that science has proposed. So they're no longer theories? So they're no longer theories, as far as we know. or And they still remain theory, but they're, this is harder proof in favor yeah. of those theories. Do you know some of them? One of them is that it is bending light from behind it. We see light surrounding the whole thing, mm-hmm. but we don't see anything dead center. So we can tell that light from behind it got twisted around it and flung in our direction. Interesting. What? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I think this could potentially tell us, which I, uh, I've i been playing with this in my mind for a while, and it's a, a total science fiction theory. Cool. But the idea is that if a black hole is bending light from all around it, so it catches light from any direction and flings that light in every direction. That means from any side of the black hole, if you can capture and, for example, have a quantum computer decipher all the light and build an image of it, you can theoretically see from the perspective of that black hole. Like, what's around it? Yes, because all the light it gathered from all around it got thrown in every direction. If that's true, then from any side of the black hole, you can see all the light around the black hole, but the light around the black hole is just stars and galaxies and all that stuff. So you have a better picture of the universe if you were using that. We can see further into our observable universe if this is the case it would work something like this we have our quantum computer right so we took the picture of this current black hole Mm -hmm. and we gather all the light and then we unscramble all the light now our computer designs an image from the perspective of that black hole with all the light that we broke apart building images and now we can see from that point of view now this black hole can see a black hole we couldn't see before because it's outside our perceivable universe Mm -hmm. but it's not outside that black hole's perceivable universe. So from that perspective, now we have view of further into space that we couldn't access before. So we do this again. We get the other black hole. Yes. because Scra- Unscramble it. Ultimately, this black hole is also getting light from that other black hole we're looking at. It's just part of the light this black hole got. Mm-hmm. Now we aim our, our uh, quantum computer from the composed image of this black hole's perspective at this other black hole. We're not actually teleporting there, but our black hole already got light from that black hole, and it unscrambles that. Technically, what I'm saying here is every black hole has the light from any other black hole ever because they're just tossing the light in every direction. We, mm-hmm. if, if this is possible, we have a complete image of the entire universe that's pretty amazing. Based on just being able to unscramble the light. Then would we be able to go to where the Big Bang is? Isn't that something people are trying to do? Like zoom into the, that area where it all started? No, 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 no. See, that is impossible. 
because the Big Bang is everywhere. Mm. A good way to think about it is if we go back to our spherical universe before, which is we're on the surface of the skin, we're on the surface of this sphere universe, the subspace center where everything is being pulled down to is the Big Bang. Okay. So you'd have to shrink this ball down till everything is, because think about it, it expands and expands and expands, everything spreads out evenly all around it, like a ball. Like if you were inflating a balloon, that's the best example. People like to put the little, they draw dots on a balloon and they fill it up with air and the dots get evenly spread out. Yeah. That same concept has to happen in reverse. The center of our universe, the big bang of our universe, is dead center of subspace with an actual tear in space or a literal black hole, not the black holes we have now. I like to call those indents, but with an actual hole through the fabric down to the gravitational center of our universe, we would theoretically find where the black hole, where the uh, Big Bang happened. And the Big Bang in this case would be a white hole. What would where mean? In that instance, where would where, what would where mean? I don't know. It depends on what subspace feels like. Because subspace could ultimately feel like space, but just a different version of it. The same way that being on the surface of our planet we can walk around and we can have boats on water, but we can also dig a hole underneath ground. We're no longer on the surface, but like it didn't change really. We're just not on top anymore. Yeah. We had to break to get down, but it's the same rules, just deeper down. There are pressures we have to compensate for on the surface of our planet versus underneath our planet, different levels of pressure. That's why we can't go a certain amount underwater pressure is too massive that could definitely be something applying that maybe pressure in subspace is too intense and which is why like a black hole forms in the first place where matter gets all crumped because maybe it's too strong down there and matter gets crushed because the closer you are the stronger the force the further you are the weaker the force so the closer to the center the more powerful the indent and that could definitely be what causes a black hole at this moment the indent is too powerful. You've crossed a sort sort of threshold with the universe's gravity. You've gone too deep. And now the combination of that matter collected plus the gravity of the universe itself pushes it two together. Maybe matter just clumps together. Like the, yeah, like the real, I mean, reality of um, the universe has its own layers. Like Earth has its own layers. Yes. And the deeper you go, the more pressure. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think she had a few more co- um questions. I don't know which was that. Just the first question. That was the second question of was her. Was the second okay? Why is the black hole image blurry? It's far as fuck, and we are doing our best. Yes, that is pretty much all there is to it. It's super far, and we are. That's as cl- it's gonna. It's gonna be more clear in the future, and when we find a way to see something closer, maybe fine maybe we'll aim at andromeda one day i don't know it's just well we just gotta wait for technology to get better yes that's definitely it it's just we gotta wait for technology to better is too far it took a lot just for that one image and this is just the first image they weren't gonna wait to show you till they got to the best image and then you're not even gonna believe it because like it's too clean because something's always gonna go wrong yes yeah that's the problem it's just really far and why is the black hole brighter on one side? On one side? What does she mean? 
Do I have an image of it? Probably do. Do you remember what a, the black hole looked like? It's brighter on one Does side. Does she mean like the bottom of it? I don't know. I guess it's because... I don't know. I, can, I have no answer for that question. I'm not a scientist. I've I've done my Make best. Make up an answer. I've done my best. Look, if I had to really, really guess, I'm going to think that perhaps one side of this has more stars than the other. Um, perhaps uh, one side... But wouldn't it evenly break apart onto the black hole? Is that not how it works? I don't know. I feel like it should. It should. But I don't know. I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. Or we gotta maybe... wait for real Neil to answer that yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And okay, so then to- Toby Palmer from London asks, has two questions: Who is a black? Who is? How is a black hole formed? And what is a black hole made of? Okay, first one: How is a black hole formed? Already answered that. Mass gathers. Pulls crab down, compresses it, infinitely small point. That's what that is. Uh, what was the second one? What is it made of? What is it made of? It's made of matter. Matter. It's just matter and gravity. It's made of me and you? No. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. We're made of stardust, as the great Neil would say. We're made of stardust, essentially. We're just crap flying around. We're atoms. Everything is made out of atoms. Everything is made out of atoms. And we are just a type of. The end. The end. The yeah. end. Megan David from Toronto, Canada asks, how long does a black hole last? Okay. It depends Crap on the size. Ton. Yes. The, well, here's the thing. When people say black holes, they immediately think of giant monsters in space. Yeah. Hundreds of millions of trillions of years, they will outlive the universe. Definitely. They will definitely outlive the universe. But those are the giant monsters people think about, and that's probably what she's talking about. But there are many different ranges of black holes. They come in all sizes. There are microscopic black holes that last a fraction of a second, much less than that. So the average is very wild. The average is not just very wild. It's pr- it's possible that there are an infinite amount more microscopic black holes than there um, are big ones. Ooh. What? Yeah. And you think a few seconds? Microseconds. Microseconds. Less than microseconds. Whoa. Infinitely small amounts of time go by before... Like after, it's, I can't even What's explain. What's making these tiny things? It's the same rules. It's just at a subatomic level. They're super small and they're just packed into a small space smaller than that. And well, just disappear. Okay. Yeah. Juan Lucerio from Miami, Florida asks, how big are black holes and how many black holes are there? They are huge and super microscopic from supermassive black holes that hold together entire galaxies. To boring to, regular black holes. To boring regular black holes that are just, you know, yeah, size of Earth, but it's the mass of a star. I don't know. Yeah. To uh, microscopically, infinitely tiny black holes, as we said before. Mm-hmm. And how many black holes are there? Infinite. Infinity. In- infinity. Times Googleplex. Yeah. 
And in our galaxy, though, there is like a hundred million black holes. A hundred million black holes. Whoa. Yeah. I think that's the amount. That's a crazy amount. I mean, any number. Billion. Yeah. Billion, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Craig Melton from Memphis, Tennessee. He has two questions. Go for and it. they are, what black hole is in the center of the Milky Way and how far is it from us? Okay. The name of the black hole that is closest to us is called Sagittarius A. We're talking supermassive black hole. That is the closest supermassive black hole to us. There are many black holes closer than that supermassive black hole. But that's our supermassive black hole. Yeah, that's sort of, you could say, the galaxy. That is the galaxy. The galaxy is made up of a bunch of stars and a supermassive black hole holding them close together. That collective, Sagittarius A holds that together. And there's pro- what if there's a black hole near us right now? There could totally be. There's Whoa. probably black holes in this studio right now. Ah. But they disappeared as soon as I said that. And yeah. then more formed and then disappeared as soon as I said that. And that happened 100 billion trillion times in the course of one word. Yes. And it is about 26,000 light years away from us. No the idea. Sagittarius. 53.5 million light years away. Huh? No, that's the M87. Got you. The one that. Sagittarius A lies about 26,000 light years from us. Yeah. And our galaxy is presumably uh, 100,000 light years across? Cool. Impressive. All right, next question. Maxi Bennett from Bryce Bain, Australia. Bryce Bain? Bryce Bain? Uh, Bryce Bain, Australia? Never heard of it. Maxi, like your name. Yeah. I bet you don't know any of the places in Australia. Austin? No, that's Texas. That's Texas. Sydney. Boom. Got it. Okay, you got one. The, the most popular. One. Yeah, the most yeah. popular one, Sydney, Australia. Okay. How do we find black holes? And what does the black hole prove? Uh, that's similar to another question. The yeah. Prove one, but. How do we find black holes? We. We look, we look at the things around the black hole. We guess. Yeah, we guess. Just aim a telescope. No, first of all, math tells us where we should be looking. Then we actually look in that direction. And uh, we see the signs, whether it be a certain amount, a certain type of radiation or how light is bending around certain things, how things in space are moving. So there's like a really long checklist of things. Yes, yes. If we see stars moving around something and we don't know what that thing is, it's probably a black hole. Powerful enough to hold a star? Probably a black hole. If it was another star, we'd see the other star. But if there's nothing, we're just assuming there's a black hole. The problem being, not all black holes are swallowing enough things to create light in return. I think that's caused by a limit of how much per second something can consume, and what's on the outside waiting to be swallowed is the accretion disk. The creation disk yeah. is the thing. That's what this called. Yeah, the sort of light surrounding the black hole is a set of radiation escaping, crap stuck there, and shit falling in all at the same time. And I think that is just sort of the, the limit of how much it could swallow at any given moment. Supermassive black holes have an entire galaxy surrounding them falling in gradually. So there's enough matter 
to create this problem where it can only consume a certain amount. And certain amount has to stay around it. But not all black holes have that problem. Some of them just swallow crap and it's over. Yeah. And uh, when we can't see a black hole because it's perfectly dark, there's no sign of it. We look at the things around it and that tells us. But if it's around nothing, then we'll then just we never can't, see yeah, it. Yeah, we just can't see it. Okay. It still affects space in some way, but we don't have a way to see the fabric yet. Yeah. Well, you think we will be able to see the fabric? I think we're eventually cracking every problem. Ooh. But that's just going to raise a million. Oh, every problem we have now. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, we're going to raise up different problems between now and then. Yeah. Okay. Question from Christina. Me. If there, how long, would the massive black hole ever suck us in? Is that a possibility? Are we too far? Um, no, it's definitely going to eat us. It's going to happen. Just so far in the future? Yeah, yeah. The galaxy, we're, I think, I'm pretty sure we're at, on the edge of our galaxy. Yeah. But as the black hole eats more crap, it's going to get bigger. It's gravitational pull bigger, and it's going to drag us in more and more. So eventually. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we're going to fall in. Oh. Okay. Thank you, Christina. And <laughs> Jaylene Brooks from Seattle, Washington asks, what happens inside the black hole? Ooh, I like that question a lot. What happens? Many Death? scenarios. First, let's go by the basic scientifically accepted spaghettification. Your atoms get torn the fuck apart, get flung to the center of the shit, and get crushed along with the rest of the atoms, making clumps of matter that then get destroyed and create a stronger singularity, thus making the black hole bigger until matter stops going in and all evaporates. So that's for sure what happens, or that's just like a theory of what happens? And there's, there's many. no for sure, because we don't know, because we can't possible. go in. Okay. Yeah. You gotta know anymore? Uh, yes. If... I am wrong, and this is not just an indent, and there is in fact a tear, and the reason that it does evaporate isn't actual evaporation, but the skin is repairing. Mm-hmm. You fall into a black hole and just fling freely towards the center, or maybe there's other layers of things we don't understand under the surface of our universe, but you ultimately just fall into some other thing. Yeah. If we assume layers in this case are like different dimensions... Like each, you know how when we look at dimensions, we see actually our way of representing it are actual physical layers of yeah. sheets or something. Mm-hmm. If if that visualization is accurate by any means, underneath our layer is a different kind of universe we would fall into. What? It would have different rules because again, if our if yeah. the center of our universe has gravity, it creates a sort of different kind of pressure that changes the rules of physics. So under the surface, different rules of physics. But you fall into a different dimension or the same dimension, different understanding of how universes work. But because you're not from that dimension, you're dead either way. Like, you probably can't exist in a different dimension yeah, or a different... No, we, in like, in the string theory version of the universe, we exist within all the dimensions at the same time. So it would be possible it, if you didn't crush the death or whatever. Here's the thing. We already exist within all the different dimensions in the space we're in. Mm. In the example I'm talking about, we are pretending sort of string theory doesn't work and the word... Or if even if it does... The term dimension in this case, it's just, I I feel layers is probably the better word, which is if you go underneath our layer, there is a different set of rules. Potentially, matter couldn't form, or if it does, it clumps two together. Maybe there is a layer higher up than where we are, where there isn't 
a strong enough gravitational pull because it's too far from the center of our universe where matter can't even clump together. Mm. But if we go one layer down towards the center, the gravity of our universe might be crushing things together the way a black hole that's too close to that next layer is doing. Yeah. So that might potentially happen. Crap just slams into itself on that next layer underneath. And dark matter could just be matter from the layer beneath us. And dark energy could just be energy still escaping. Now, if I assume the Big Bang, if we assume the Big Bang was a white hole of some sort spitting things outward, dark energy that continues to expand the universe is just energy and matter underneath our current layer expanding it outwards more and more. So there could potentially be things underneath that are pushing outwards on us, Mm -hmm. like filling up a balloon. The same crap that created our universe, eventually a thick layer formed, and underneath that, it's still expanding outwards. It's still happening. The Big Bang is still happening at the center of our universe and pushing everything outwards, and we call that dark energy, when in reality, it's just whatever came out of the Big Bang in the first place, like our current universe, except the layer formed over, and then that's still pushing underneath our layer, expanding everything in every direction, all at once. If you were to theoretically go down, you could hit another layer that's also expanding outward. Eventually, that layer is going to hit. So a way to think about this is there's an infinite set of lines if you draw, you put a single point and you draw one circle around that point, then you draw a bigger circle around that circle and another circle around that circle, and then you hit play and the circles just keep kind of getting bigger and then dissipating, getting bigger and then dissipating, so on and so forth. Yeah. If you go underneath, you might hit a state similar to way before like matter could clump together, what we consider the primordial universe. Ooh. But eventually, if you could somehow, which you can't, but survive on that layer, it would spread out far enough where it would reach our current state where matter could form and galaxies and stars and things would happen. And then our universe would be at a state that it's too far apart. Mm -hmm. But that would be... That would then be the universe. So the universe is infinite in that sense. That the layer beneath... So you would have to wait until our universe is right before it dies. Cut a hole enter the next state and there is just going to be a whole other universe underneath where Which stars and whatever planet. we were going through yes that's an option Ooh. so you could always just be going to a different layer that's about to cross into a different period of the universe that is interesting so that's like traveling time of course that's time travel sort of it's, it's not time travel necessarily because that is an entirely different universe It's the same universe in a literal sense. It's all the same physical space. But you're not moving backwards in time. That's just a different layer that's inflating, too. Okay. And when it inflates far enough and the things are far enough and they cool down just enough, things form. Okay, cool. Yeah. So if we follow the current idea of of physics, when things are two together, they are so... So a black hole clumps together so solidly it creates... A singularity from which things can't escape. The universe in that condition can't form matter because everything is two together too hot. Solid things can't form. Nothing is solid. If you go too far down, you'd eventually hit that state where it's too solid. 
I mean, it's it's too much energy, and there's nothing solid. Sort of like trying to get to the center of our of our planet, and it's probably just all lava. There's probably no fucking like matter down there that's completely the solid center? of our Earth. Yeah, chances are our Earth has a bunch of lava down in the middle. Mm-hmm. That same idea has to apply. The lava comes from the matter clumped up so tightly that it is so hot that it is lava. In a universe under those same ideas, everything is energy because nothing could form. Only once our universe spread out far enough didn't matter. It cooled down enough for things to get hard and matter to form. You'd have to wait until our universe spreads out to a certain degree, and that next layer under us has cooled down far enough for things to form, you could dive down there. If you could dive too far down, you'd hit a state where it's just energy and you'd cease to exist too. So white holes are volcanoes? Yes. If you yes. If you can poke a hole and hit one of those layers, you might inevitably create uh, uh, inadvertently. You might inadvertently create a white hole. By poking a hole? Yes, cuz a black hole is the gravity pulling something down, but mm-hmm. the side that you're pulling from is hot. But the side that the matter is on is cool. So you have a singularity. It's still mm-hmm. solid. If you can poke a hole at the bottom of the black hole, oh. you would spit it all out because Ooh. that's hot on that side and it's trying to push out anyways. Mm-hmm. So if you can poke a black hole open, you would just have matter shooting out of it because underneath is just energy. What? You made a white hole. You made a white hole. A black hole. Yes, we believe the other side of a black hole is, well, I do, is a white hole. Another thing that could happen if all our understanding of science is totally wrong is that you jump through a black hole and you end up in an entirely different universe that functions similar to ours. That would put up the 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 argument that we are currently in a black hole ourselves. How would we? We wouldn't be able to tell that, or would we? With I don't know. Science, black hole swallows all the matter. All the matter then does whatever in there. Maybe the other side is just being spit. Maybe one side is a black hole, the other side is a white hole. So anything falling through our universe spits out the other as a white hole, and that's the beginning of a different universe. So any anytime you enter a black hole, you spit out to the beginning of a different universe. Okay. Those are just some of the things I think could happen. Inside a black hole? Inside that was what we were talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, Lucas Chow, I hope that's your name, from Fresno, California, has a question. When a black hole dies, what happens to it? It evaporates and ceases to exist. It just stops existing. Yep. Well, The microscopic <laughs> ones blink in and out all the time. And Nancy Robertson from Denver, Colorado, has two questions. Where does the matter go and where do they lead to? Which I guess, where do the black holes lead to? Okay, I guess that's pretty much what we just talked about. The black, the matter goes to the singularity. I don't think it's a hole. I think that's incorrect terminology. I think it's a black indent. And I also don't think it's black. I think just the fabric is invisible. And it's indenting the fabric and crap is falling in there without the ability to escape. I think that it falls in and collects at the bottom and gets crushed and then gets spit out later. Crap ton of time. Somewhere else? 
No, I think it just falls. I I think the scenario we talked about earlier is definitely not happening. It doesn't just spit into a different universe. I think it stays down there, gets crushed, and then gets spit out the same way it came in. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I think it leads nowhere. It just falls to a point, gets crushed, and then when it's when the gravity fades enough, it releases more and more and more and more until it's no longer there. Okay. Wilson Conway from Winterton in the UK um, has two questions. Are black holes dangerous and can we survive it? Oh, crap. Okay, so a, are black holes dangerous? Depends. Depends on what? The size of it, for sure. For example, a black hole somehow forms from a star the size of our... Our star, the sun. from the, A star the size of the sun collapses into a tiny, tiny, tiny point. That's going to crush all our atoms. It's going to crush them magnificently. Well, Supermassive black hole, we could potentially fall through and never even notice we're on the other side. Because it's so big, it's not crushing us. The singularity is still down there, and eventually... We'll be crushed. We'll be crushed. But, but who knows how long it'll take? Yes. who It could be a very, very long fall. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. If we are in a massive black hole. That's interesting. Yes. It could be a very... We could cer- certainly be in a supermassive black hole right now, and this is what it looks like, an entire universe inside of it. Yeah, so we'll never know when we yep. get to the bottom. But eventually, uh, by our understanding of the physics happening inside this giant black hole, uh, everything is going to spread out far enough and die. The lights are going to turn out. That could just be the black hole slowly evaporating and spitting crap out. Okay, that's cool. So can we survive it? Yes. Depends. Depends. Okay. I was not expecting that we'd be able to survive it, but that's cool. Ethan Butler from Wadebridge, UK has a couple of questions a few questions can it explode does it bend time can they move so i'll begin simply by saying no yes no no yes no no yes no the black hole itself isn't moving the matter inside it is rolling around and the indent is forming around that matter so it's not moving through space like everything else Not really. Not really. The matter at the center is... You could say it is, but it's not. The hole itself isn't what's moving. It's the matter at the singularity. It's rolling around. If we use the example of the sheet again, and you pin all four corners, you put the volleyball in the middle, Mm -hmm. you push the volleyball. The indent isn't moving around. There's just a different indent forming around the volleyball at all points. You move the volleyball to corner A, the indent forms around corner A, the volleyball is still the same. Mm -hmm. You move it to corner B, the indent forms around corner B, and the whole time it looks like the indent is following it, but it's not. It's just indenting continuously around the volleyball. That same thing, infinitely down. The hole isn't moving. The matter inside the hole is moving. The fabric is where it should be at all times. And what was the first one? Can it explode? You said no. No, it can't explode. It'll radiate out, but it, explosion means external. Oh, okay. And what does it mean that it bends time? It bends time. Things that move crazy fast experience much more time passage, but less time experienced. 
What? Yeah, the faster you go, the quicker time around you will move, the slower you will feel time. That's what? If I were to blink, like, if I could get on a ship that'll take me to Alpha Centauri. Mm -hmm. Not even Alpha Centauri. Andromeda. If I could take a ship that takes me to Andromeda in 10 minutes, the amount of speed that would take would mean, to me, it felt like 10 minutes. But by the time I get back to Earth, hundreds of billions of trillions of years have gone by. So to me, it was still 10 minutes. I was on the ride that took 10 minutes. But the time outside of me went by crazy fast. That still felt, the time still had to go accordingly. And that's how it works in the black hole? That's how it works in the black hole. The closer to the center, to the event horizon you are, the faster you're moving, the less time you feel, but the more time that happens outside. So it's literally bending time closer and closer until it breaks the concept of time because all lines aim down towards the middle. Time does not pass anymore. Okay. Cool. Cool questions, I guess. I thought they were lame first, but they were better than I thought. Desiree Rosario from Rochester, New York has a question. How small can a black hole get? If it's a supermassive black hole, it could be supermassive, and it could keep shrinking until it's not there anymore. If it's microscopic, it's already where that supermassive black hole is going. It could be any range of size. Everything is going to disappear at a microscopic scale eventually. So it could be subatomic. Okay. Um, Dakota Conrad Conrad from Bonavista. Bonavista? I think that's Bonavista, Canada. I could be wrong about that. Um, has three questions. Can we create black holes? Let's just go there. Can we create black holes? Yes, we can. Specifically at the Hedron Colliders, for example, like Kern, when we smash two atoms together to open them up and see the energy produced, we created hundreds of millions of billions of trillions of tiny black holes that disappeared within fractions of seconds of their creation. Isn't that horrifying? It is not, because they do nothing. Okay, but they can't make one that might accidentally be big enough to do something? No, they don't have the matter. We need that kind of matter. Two atoms aren't going to make that kind of... They're just two atoms. A black hole is comprised of such a large number of atoms, we don't have words to describe it. Okay. Yeah. In order to have a black hole, we need a star quite a bit bigger than our sun. We need to crush that into a single point. How many atoms do you think are happening there? There's a lot of atoms there. We smashed two of them together. We made something, but who cares? Yeah. Like, it's not going to do anything. Uh, So our sun's not going to be a black hole? Yeah, we're never going to accidentally make a black hole that consumes a planet. That is just not yet not understanding how black holes work, pretty much. Okay. Can you escape a black hole? No. No. Well, if you're crushed, turned into energy, and the black hole radiates you out. Oh, okay. So, I guess, but... That's a fun way to escape, I guess. Can light escape a black hole? No. That's what makes it a black hole. Okay. Um, Henry Moron. Oh, my gosh. No freaking way. I am so sorry for you, bro. Is it Moron? Am I saying it wrong? I'm so sorry. Moran. Moran. Oh, my God. No, it's not Moron. Henry, you're not a moron. I'm so sorry, Henry. From Las Vegas, Nevada, has two questions. Are black holes really holes, and are they spheres? 
Is that the shape it's supposed to be? Yes. Okay. Spin? So first, are black holes really holes? They are not holes. I believe they are indents. I think the matter is still trapped down there. And eventually it's just going to radiate and be back. I could be wrong. It could be a hole. But I feel like if it was a hole, it would just become a white hole by default because the matter from the layer beneath us would be spitting energy outwards. I do think it is just a hole being pulled by the gravitational force of first collective mass. And then the second, the fact that the center of our universe has its own gravitational pull. And that is where the hole leads to or the indent in this case. Yeah. I do not think it is a hole. I think it is just a very extreme indent on the fabric of our universe. And I the the indent is like a giant cone. Like if you were to take a traffic cone, flip it upside down and say that the pointy end aiming downward is the singularity and the top where it opens and spreads out is what we see, that would be a black hole. It's not really sphere. We see a sphere because it's a hole from every side. The only thing we're seeing when we look at it is the opening looking down into the cone. Yeah. From any direction. So you think it's cone shape? Yeah, it's a cone shape in a higher dimension. Mm. In this dimension, we just see the whole part. The sphere. The sphere. It looks like a sphere because from any side we look at it, we're seeing that same hole yeah. perfectly round. That doesn't mean that's... Yeah, there's like... a cone location somewhere yeah it's, it's just, just not here yeah it's not in our understanding of space-time yeah Ooh. but okay. if we could figure out what underneath the surface meant and what subspace is in that direction is where the cone leads cool cool ja jason hickman hickman whatever from north hempstead new york has just one question are black holes dead stars? Black holes are... Are they all dead stars? They're not all dead stars. No, There's I, other I, ways to make black holes. Yeah, I think... I think they're not all dead stars. I think there are black holes that are dead stars. And it's probably the easiest way to make one. But um, here's, here's the problem. Enough matter together ignites. Because it's two together, it heats up. First, it goes through a gaseous state. In my understanding, I could be wrong. It goes through a gaseous state. So you put enough crap together, it becomes gas. That, with enough gas, becomes a star. A star that gets big enough can collapse and create a black hole. Mm -hmm. So but... if, theoretically, you could get enough matter together to collapse it, you could have a black hole before a star, but chances are 99.99% of black holes are just stars. But like, say, like the beginning of the universe, that could have had black holes from the gas because there was so much. Yes. No. And there was no stars formed. Yeah. It was just black holes formed because giant clumps collected. A, yeah. And those disappeared trillions of trillions of years ago. Yeah. So who knows? Probably back then it was that yes. way. Yes. Not only that, microscopic black holes require no stars. That's just matter concentrated into a single point that's too concentrated. That's mm -hmm. it. It's just the indent can't stand it. Okay. OMG. Oh, oh, how do I do this? Quinton. Quinton Santos from San Bernardino, California. I think I have all of that wrong, but... 
Anyway, has three questions. Is the black hole a portal? Is it a wormhole? Or is it a white hole? Okay. In different scenarios, all of the above. First, let's go backwards on that. Is it a white hole? Maybe. 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 If we're Maybe, like, wrong the about... The other side might be a white hole. Yes. Yeah, for the most part. It would be that you go into one side and the other side is a white hole. So it's spitting matter out at the beginning of a different universe. That's a one. Is it a wormhole? Could be. But it's hard to explain how that would work because that would assume that there's an exit point. Which yeah. would make the white hole and the wormhole the same thing. It's okay. just a wormhole into the beginning of a different universe. But our what he means by wormhole is, does it lead to a different part of our own universe? No. So it's not a wormhole. Okay. It could be a white hole, maybe, if we visualize it the right way, but it can't be a wormhole. Because a wormhole has to connect out in a different part of our own physical universe. And is it a portal? It depends. A white hole's a portal. You're falling in through the black hole, popping out at the white hole, you get thrown somewhere else. It's not a portal like you portal. disappear from here and pop out into a different version of reality or a different universe altogether. Yeah. So, but no, it's probably... It's if, a portal to the singularity. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's definitely it's a, uh, transporting you somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. definitely headed in some direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Athena Moses from Jersey City, New Jersey has one question. Are black holes flat? No. Like we said before, it's probably cone-shaped in a higher dimension, just not in this dimension. In this dimension, it looks spherical to us, but you fall in and there is a tighter narrow direction you're headed towards okay veronica carr from phoenix united states oh man phoenix where's phoenix at phoenix i don't know but why did she feel the need to tell us united states i don't know why give us the city and the, the country but not the state so she's from Whatever. phoenix arizona arizona okay thank you Although I guess she didn't want us to know that. Well, we put it together. You're screwed, Veronica. Yeah. Okay, she has a bunch of questions. But they're all relating to, I think, each other maybe. I don't know. Let's find out. Is the black hole a singularity? Yes. Is the black hole a god? Whoa. Is the black hole hell? Does the black hole go to heaven? Hmm. Okay. If heaven is getting crushed into non-existence sure if hell is getting crushed into non-existence sure yeah i guess it depends on what you think about heaven and hell here's an interesting point of view to match using colossal theory which is if you fall through and you think heaven is a new continuation spitting out at the other end of a white hole means you've literally united with the universe so the center of the black hole is you uniting to the universe and spitting out of the white hole means you are forming a new universe. Yes, it's heaven under that case. Under that logic, it's heaven. But it's if, not hell? It's not it's hell. Both? If you fall in and you get trapped there and you never come out until it evaporates and then everything around you has already dissipated, then it's hell. Okay. What about being God? It's def if it has awareness, it is both because the white hole created everything. And we can say when people talk about the Big Bang, they're really talking about the biggest white hole in all of existence pumping out of the center of our universe. And, and you can call that God. You can call that God because God is ultimately the thing that created everything and that we're all part of allegedly. We're all part of the original 
composition of the universe. So can you consider a black hole a god? Yes. Not Does... the black hole, a white hole, I guess. A white hole. If a black hole is a, black a white hole, hole at the other con- side. a consciousness, then what do you consider it? It's just a sentient being. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, did we answer the first one? Is it is the... definitely a singularity, yes. Okay, 100%. Okay, Connor Reels from Kalukan, 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 Philippines. I hope that's right. Has a, co- a few questions. Does it lead to another dimension? Does it lead to another world? To another universe? It could lead to another dimension if by that what we mean is a lower layer. I don't think you actually pop out at that other layer. I think you reach that other layer and it's very, very dense down there. I don't think you actually pop out at the other layer. I don't think matter could form in our lower layer. It might be matter... It might be energy still too collectively together to form any kind of matter. And I don't think our space is allowing us to fall down there is protected by a sort of sheet of some sort. Does it lead to another world? No. And to another universe? If the uh, back to the white hole, if the other side is a white hole for whatever reason, if we are currently in a black hole. But if it's a singularity, that's definitely the first dimension. That is the flat. Yeah, it's basically it. It you could say it leads to a different dimension, but it's not a different dimension. It's just yes. it destroys okay. the concept of dimension, and all dimensions are at a single point. Okay. Yeah. And what were you saying about the universe? Sorry it, about that. that uh, if similar to being inside of a white hole, if we if we are currently in a black hole right now, there is a universe going on in here. Mm-hmm. If outside of this black hole we are currently in there is something else happening then yeah we're in a different universe but that goes into the theory of uh, bubbled universes where they kind of inflate at different rates we're in a bubble of some sort which is similar to like a black hole we could say bubble universe theory and black holes are sort of the same concept which is just we're in a different bubble where certain things are happening every black hole can have a universe inside of it and they're just like growing i guess and there's different rates to them and they all contain something different so people inside of our black hole are like i wonder if there's other universes and we're in a different space from the people inside of our black hole but there's also a black hole at the center of andromeda that's different from our black hole so that's two different bubbles so i don't know it depends how you're thinking about it because we can't prove any of it okay um london henderson from virginia beach virginia are black holes and the big band related i think so why because well i don't think so i think that the our current black holes are not i don't think our current black holes have anything to do with the big bang of our universe i think if we say big bang is the creation of a universe and the other end of a black hole is again a white hole then yes they are making universes but they are not our universe okay it is totally possible that what we understand as the Big Bang was a crap ton of information falling into a black hole. And we're in that black hole where the information fell into. From inside this point of view, it looks like out of nowhere, because light doesn't escape, it only comes in. So inside here, it just looks like a bunch of information fell in from nowhere. From where? From nowhere. Yeah. But it's because mm-hmm. outside of there, there is a set of... There's matter and energy and crap that fell into the black hole. Mm-hmm. 
So the white hole is us looking out of our black hole, seeing matter fall into our black hole. And yeah. we call that, hey, crap's coming in, or it's spitting out, but it's really coming in. Okay. Yeah, but I, I could totally be wrong. That's just speculation. I'm, I'm not, I'm, this is misinformation by just conversation, and I am not new. Not new. And I am not... Chuck Nice. Chuck Nice. You're Chuck I'm Not Nice. Chuck Not no, Nice. I'm not funny either, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> um, Aurora Chester from Oakland, California has three questions. Are there black holes without event horizons? Are there some without supernovas? And are there some without secretion disks? Okay. First, black holes without event horizons. No, that's sort of the what a black that's hole what is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Are there some without supernovas? A black hole does not have a supernova. Can that's like a supernova can create a black hole? No, a supernova is, that, is not creating like a black an explosion? hole. Yeah, supernova is an explosion. Oh, okay, that's just a star dying. Yeah, and turning into something. And else. are there some sort of uh, some without accretion? Yes, there are many black holes without accretion disks. Those are the ones we cannot see. Yes, those are the ones we have to look at everything around them that it's not consuming to tell it's even there. Okay. Um, Monique Do- Doyle. Doyle from Huntington, New York. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for laughing at your name. Um, her question is: Can there be galaxies without massive black su- supermassive black holes? Can there be galaxies without supermassive black holes? That's a very interesting question because, as far as we know, based on physics based on math based on how like it ha they have to have one what the fuck is holding them together otherwise regular black holes no i no. don't think that's possible regular black holes are held in our galaxy yeah by the supermassive black hole yeah hmm unless we can say that super small like we have to draw a line between when we call it a galaxy and when it's just a couple of stars hanging out together but that would pro- those stars are probably hanging out around a black hole. Yes, and if it's a small enough black hole, we're saying that these stars are really fucking close together. You see mm-hmm. the problem? Yeah. Supermassive black hole, the distance between two stars could be crazy, even if they're really close. A regular black hole uh, made of just a couple of sun masses crushed, it could like fit in a star system. What? Yeah. Like, you can crush our current star, the sun, mm-hmm. into a black hole, and nothing would change. Nothing would change. Nothing would change. Everything would continue to function as it does. But eventually, we'll be sucked into it. The same way we're being sucked into the star. Oh, It okay. would happen at exactly the same rate. But then do we call our star system a galaxy just because it has a black hole and there's crap orbiting it? No. No. I think. Right? No. Okay, so then there's like a scale, you see? Yeah. There's a slider from which w- one point is just the black hole to where it's a supermassive black hole that holds together a galaxy. We have to distinguish when it's a galaxy. Okay. Okay. Austin Burton from Calgary, Canada's question is why are black holes so important? They theoretically hold galaxies together. 
They hold us together. No, they don't. I guess supermassive black holes hold us together. Yeah, supermassive black holes hold us together. The rest of the black holes are probably not important. Oh, unless they're wormholes. But they're not. But, but they're not. Okay. There's probably, realistically, there's probably no wormholes. There's none? There's probably no wormholes. Oh, poor sci-fi fantasies. Okay. Anonymous has two questions. We had two anonymous questions. One is, is it a black, is it a planet? I don't know what they mean. I also don't know what they mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Anonymous. Yeah, great question. And another one is, is it a cat? It is most definitely a cat. It is definitely a cat. Yeah, if, if a black hole turns out to be anything, it's probably a cat. Yeah, and if you haven't looked at those memes, it's a cat eye. Yes. Just zoomed in. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. zoom into a cat's eye from, I guess at nighttime, it's very shiny. Yeah. If you ever seen a cat in the dark. It's also the tip of Snoop Dogg's blunt. Yeah, it's also a donut. I guess the black hole could be a planet then. All right, let's wrap this up. All right. That was really great. Thank you guys very much for those questions. We are closing this up. Those questions were real good. They yes. were, I, I hope I did my best to answer them. I am not a freaking physicist. I am not Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't pretend to be. That man went to school for this. I just geek out on the stuff and look into it, but there's no way I've looked into it as much as he's looked into it. Because that's like his job? Yes. If you guys really want to get uh, legit, non-stupid answers for these questions, you should definitely tune into Star Talk Radio. Uh, that's a podcast. You could find it on uh, iTunes. You can find it a bunch of different places. And uh, they do have a Cosmic Queries where they actually answer questions questions submitted if you want your questions in the front i highly suggest you go and subscribe to their patreon they will put your questions in front of everyone else's so give them some money and you can buy your way to the front of that line or you could just ask us questions because we're free yeah you can ask us questions see that's that's the... also sorry about the name pronunciations and even countries and cities pronunciations yeah yeah. But the the uh that's sort of what's happening here. They get crappy quality not researched off the top of our heads that we can think about for free. Yeah. Or you can go pay and get an actual astrophysicist to answer your questions. Yeah. It's your choice. Know. It's your choice. It's your choice. You got the budget? Go get real information. Yeah. If you're lazy, we're here. Yeah. If you're lazy, we're here. And uh, thank you for the questions. I love that everybody got real interested in this and for whatever reason came to ask us questions about this as if I would know. Yes. Thank you so much. I can't wait to do this again. Yeah. You guys have definitely motivated us to uh, do this again in the future. If you have any topics you want us to pick, please, we could come up with topics like we did now, but if you have topics you're curious about you can let us know also yeah, help us look, out man leave us comments on itunes and leave us comments at greatthoughts.info telling us what you guys want us to talk about let us know we don't care we don't mind we are we are here for you we're here for you so yeah tell us what you want and ask us questions we'll answer questions we don't mind we had fun doing this yes yes so Guys, if you want to find us, you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Just Combo Pod. Yes, and you can find the podcast on the official website, greatthoughts.info, as well as iTunes and Stitcher and Google Podcasts and Podbean and wherever else you get podcasts. Yes, so remember to, to subscribe, 
rate and review the show yes leave us comments that would be lovely like we said leave us questions we will answer the questions as best as we can and hey if you guys answer on social media people can see those if you leave them in the comment section below on a youtube video section i guess if we had youtube aha no if you leave them on the uh if you leave comments on itunes we can see them but so can other people they'll know exactly who those questions are from so leave comments rate us and stuff yeah well and also let people know let someone who might like it know about About it about the show is what she means let them know about the show no let them know about everything about this episode about everything we're trying to do yes and uh stalk us we're celebrities yeah we're gonna no (laughs) but no uh definitely let people word of mouth is powerful people if you enjoy this great share it with anybody you think would also if you don't enjoy this great still share it with people you think would yeah, outrage to other people about this. Yes. Yell at Tell them. Be like, this, this show. You should listen to it and be angry at it with me. Yes. Yes, that's so great. Yes, yes. So this has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. It's so disturbing. How dare, how freaking dare Brian Cranston pretend to be crippled? But it's all right that Robert Downey Jr. did blackface for two and a half hours. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's just we're crazy about random shit at random times. It is whatever. I'm so mad. How do you pick one cripple from another cripple? Like, what was it, Brian Cranston? Versus The Rock. The Rock. Everyone was like, The Rock did a great job. Of portraying a cripple in that the tower movie or whatever it was wait we gotta be pc saying cripple is offensive a person with disability there you go yes handy capable individual yes (laughs) the the rock played a handy capable person and he i feel like that's an insult too isn't it i don't know what's the right way right man fuck pc cripple he played someone that yeah disabled a, person disabled and no one said anything they were congratulating him yes for his performance brian cranston does the same thing but because but i don't know i don't know the difference is it because his his was super cripple like <laughs> the rock was like a superhero while he was he had a disability. Is he that was what still, was happening? Yeah, he was like he was the action hero person with a fake leg or something. So it was maybe like a robot leg, and he was like super, you know, like he was still super, yeah. even though he was he was a still the rock. quote unquote disabled person. But Brian Cranston is playing a regular disabled person. And they're like, no, you could have just hired a regular disabled person. Or it doesn't whatever. even make sense, like, oh, man. They're just finding random shit to freak out at. Good morning. 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 Good morning.